Hey, Catster. Yes, Kira stepped in. <laughs> okay, let's try it again. Okay. Kira? Yes, Cat. See, why are you doing that voice? Because <laughs> I'm foreshadowing. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, everyone should listen. Everyone should listen. For some reason, I don't like it when she does that voice. <laughs> So what up with oh, today's episode now, topic? I kind of like today's episode topic. You, it, Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it fuels the little nerd in me. <laughs> and you do have some nerd in I you. I got a little bit of nerd. <laughs> so yes. Yeah, this touches her in a very different way than it touches me. That was my reaction. Yeah. Are you not completely and utterly disturbed by this movement? Specifically, we are talking about artificial intelligence, AI in general, and for me, chat GPT in particular. That was the article that Uh, Kira sent me. The generative AI, which I am so utterly disturbed by for so many reasons. Yeah, it's disturbing. I want to start on a happy note about it. What excites you about this? Like, why was your first response so, I mean, you were just like psyched. If you take out everyone everywhere on planet Earth, (laughs) what you have is something that really is incredible. And I say that because I've used it. Um, It's not just a matter of seeing the news about it, because I've seen a lot of news. I've done a lot of research. But I actually looked at it, and it really... This could be incredibly helpful to humanity, but there are so many things that we have to change. There are so many different ways we have to operate that, yes, the poisonous nature of it, absolutely, is just as equally uh, an outcome as its positive aspects, if not more so at this moment. So I guess I'd like to focus on that, the positive, right? Mm -hmm. Because I want to be convinced as somebody who automatically cloms. Cloms? Is that a word? No. I'm going to make it. Make it a word. Make it a word. Okay. Who cloms on to the... Hey, listen. I just said cloms. Cloms is what Otto. it is now, Mr. Vocabulary. I don't care if I'm... Mr. Webster. Mispronouncing a word that already exists. Clomed, okay. I Who cloms on to the poisonous. Yeah. Who cloms on to the negative. Yeah. But what is the word? Globs? Gloms on. Gloms on. Yeah. Oh, right. Gloms on. <laughs> <laughs> So there's that. I could use AI intelligence. Right? Use little things. <laughs> well, I could have put cloms on into my my phone. I'm sure it would have corrected me. Yeah. But I don't have that. That's right. On hand right now. So I have you too. That's right. Thanks. Mm-hmm. So what are the positive things? Yeah, I'd really like to talk about the positive things first. So one of the things that I was really interested in, just kind of from a broad perspective, is that there's this group of doctors who are using it, and their area specialty is COPD, which is apparently some, it's a pulmonary disease. And, you know, there's... COPD? COPD. Compulsive. I'm just kidding. I'm almost sure it's not compulsive. But... Coronary. Coronary. Cardiac. Chronic. Obstructive pulmonary disease thank you Mm -hmm. yeah perfect pulmonary thing and what they're finding with the chat gpt is that 
and it's a group of about 30 doctors, they're finding that sometimes it'll come up with answers and solutions they just hadn't thought of. Because what, Which is, that's mind-blowing and pretty profoundly wonderful. Yeah, in its own way, it really is. The thing that I think people get into their heads about AI is that they think it's thinking, and it's not thinking. This is the downside as well as the upside. What it's doing is seeing patterns. Okay. And coming up with solutions based on all of the patterns that it's seeing. That's why it starts to, like, interacting with GPT is very human-like. You get a very human-like answer. So what are the doctors? It's giving them solutions that they can... That they can then glom onto. They can glom onto and uh, investigate Utilize. with their patients. Right. Yeah. Okay, I like it. Yeah. That's a check thing. Nice. Green check. There's a green check. You're pulling me. Now, as a writer, I had just a vague idea. This is your usage of this it? This is my personal usage. Okay. I had just a vague idea of a story that I wanted to write. And what happens with me is that I get an idea... And then suddenly it's like I get a solid idea and suddenly it just collapses into vapor. Okay. Can't get a handle on it again. And so this isn't an idea I had for chat GPT, but I asked the question. I said, can you give me an idea for a horror novel? I just wanted to see. And this is the answer I got. When 25-year-old Rachel inherits her grandfather's old mansion on Oak Street, she sees it as a chance to finally have a place to call her own. She sees, st- she sees it as a chance to finally have a place to call her own. But as she starts to renovate the dilapidated house, strange things start to happen. Doors slam on their own. Objects move on their own. Rachel hears whispers in the night. So that was its idea. Now, would I write that this? That seems very generic. Exactly. So you take this generic thing, and now I can suddenly start picking it apart. Now, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Outside of picking that up, why didn't you put your initial concept in? Because what's happening with ChatGPT right now is that it's open source because they're testing it. It's being beta tested. Okay. So it's going back to the people who are analyzing it. All of the questions are being read. And it's not that I think they're going to say, I'm going to take this and I'm going to run. But. So you didn't put your idea in because you knew it was going to be read. Yeah. Yeah. But no. But don't you feel that way when you type in anything into your computer? No. This okay. is specifically as part of their guidelines. Yeah. Now. So protective. You were copywriting. I was copywriting yourself. my idea. Now, the thing that ChatGPT or rather OpenAI, that's the company that created it, says is anything you put into chat is yours. You can go out and do what you want with it. Okay. And so why is that positive? It felt like a really nice writer's assistant. Okay. I have a problem with it coming up with the whole idea. Right. Right. In, in its entirety, I'm like, that's BS. And I think it's one of those things where you kind of have to either be general or be specific. Like you have to be general and say an idea for a novel or you have to be specific in saying, uh, I want to write a scary story about a woman in her 20s who inherits property and starts to hear whispers in the night i might have come up with the same idea but if i just put those in it might have been a different idea okay i like mm, i kind of like it i just don't like the idea of people relying on these chat chat bots uh ai ai relying on ai to come up with something completely on its own and i mean maybe the under, the, uh, under certain circumstances maybe but in terms of creativity yeah all right so you get two one and a half checks and then the one that surprised me 
is the fact that it really helps people with mental health issues. I mean, not Ooh. full on. How so? In the sense that it gives you, it gives you someone to talk to. Like if you don't feel like you can talk to other people, chat GPI will respond. Like I asked the question, I asked two questions. Oh, so you actually went in and asked as a sad person, as a person with a mental. Yeah. I said, Oh God, uh, how can you help me with depression? These answers are very generic. They're all true. It's what needs to happen, but they're generic. Reach out to friends and family for support. No friends and family. Did you come back with that? Nope. This just gave me a list. Oh, okay. Start moving. Physical activity releases endorphins. Eat well-balanced meals. Eating a healthy diet can help improve mood and provide the energy needed to engage in other forms of treatment. The final thing that it said was, remember, depression is an illness, and it is important to seek help if you need it. And for some reason, because I think when you're going through depression or anything, it feels like such a failure of character that you have to remind yourself that something has happened to cause the way your brain functions yeah, to change. Yeah, I just, I, I'm so, I want to zonk out because even when you read from these answers, it sounds so generic. Very generic. And AI that I'm like, Ugh. That's the thing about chat GPT that people should understand at this moment it's not finding answers all over the internet because it's not connected to the internet oh it's not it's not going out and looking at what google's done or what facebook is all of that it's going by what's been programmed into it and up to this point it's only been programmed up to about 2021 so answers could be wrong answers could be biased what do you mean programmed up to 2021 2021 what Meaning that's about the time when they stopped adding additional data. They're adding additional data now. But in terms of oh, its 20, knowledge. Oh, the year. Yeah. Okay, I was like, what are you talking about? 2021 uh, yeah. topics? Exactly. That like, seems limited. Very <laughs> so yeah, it's not gathering data from just anywhere. There's a point at which it probably will. I mean, this is this is training wheels in terms of what it's possible for it. But... That's one of the things about it that's better than Google, which is also AI. I mean, I was reading the article in the New York Times about the professor. I think it was in New York Times Mm -hmm. where he was reading the paper that a student had turned in. And he was like, it's one of the best papers he had ever read. And he's like, "Mm, suspicious. And so he talked with the student and the student admitted to using a chat, like an AI, AI chat, whatever. And my uncle was talking about it too. He read the same article in terms of some of in terms of some of the universities or most of the universities now having to revamp their entire what is it called their entire curriculum, which actually made me happy because I thought, all right, if you have to write papers and then explain what you've written in class to start or talk about what you've written in class. And then when you revamp it or you do your edits or you add to it, which I like, yeah. it should be happening in a university setting or a school setting anyway. Yeah. Because one of the thoughts I had was the AI anni- annihilating critical thinking and imagination and a sense of direction, sense of involvement, you know, being in touch with anything outside of a screen or an app or a program. Mm-hmm. And that's a scary thought to me. <clears throat> All of this stuff definitely pushes us against community. Yeah. 
human kindness, human touch. We become more and more detached. So I do like the idea of these professors going, you know what, you're not going to get away with it. You still have to think. You still have to utilize that noggin sitting in yeah. the cranium. There's a guy named Edward Tien. I hope I'm pronouncing Tien? his name right. Tien, T-I-A-N. He actually developed GPT-0. And what his AI, AI can do... Yes, that's exactly what it sounds like. It's so weird. He put a, He's put that sound on it. Um, his AI can tell the difference between another AI and human. It can't tell whether the answer is right, but it can tell whether an AI came up with the answer or a human came up with the answer. How so? Don't know. I imagine it's all computer stuff. Which I thought about because I was like, even if if you tell the chat GPT mm-hmm. to write a paper, mm-hmm. like this professor caught on because it was almost too perfect, then you can tell the chat GPT to write a paper with mistakes and yeah. run on sentences, right? And right. so the human is all, always a step ahead. I, to me, it would be impossible after a while to be able to tell, especially the more access this has to the universe, to the internet. Yeah. Right? Like, it, it's that's why it's going to be imperative that you have to do stuff in class and that they have limited sources or resources within the class so that the professor is on it. And I think that this goes to a bigger question. I really do think we are at a point where we really have to decide as an entire planet what matters to us. We can use all of this, chat GPT, AI, those AI pictures that were so popular for a second on Instagram and TikTok and all of that other stuff. We can use all of that to our benefit to make a better world. But we have to recenter, if we ever had it centered, on the human the planet and and these two things operating in unity with each other there has to be a new respect for human life a new respect for human dignity and then these things can help us reach levels of endeavor we never dreamed of but right now if everything is about is if it's all ends up being based on economics that's part of the problem with google the reason google can come back with so many terrible answers to things is because the incentive for google is clicks advertising pays for the clicks no matter what those clicks are right right and so as we get into chat gpt that's one of the reasons they didn't put it on the internet yet uh, as in have it gathering information from the internet there's just a huge possibility of it coming up with false information misinformation fake news all of that stuff and so we yeah. just have to change and i don't know if we can and it's it's kind of getting to the point where it's not just about chat GPT. I mean, as humans, we have to decide whether other humans matter to us. And I think that's what was bothering me the most, right, is that you have this combination of ignorance, misinformation, and ill intent mm. on platforms that spread it like wildflower. Fire. Fire. <laughs> I'd like wildflowers. Yeah, spread it like be, wildflowers. That would be the opposite. Oh, we should have an AI that negates. If it's negative, then it turns the wildflower fires into wild flowers that's nice wildflower i ais make everything better you know we, i think that humans have a propensity to limit themselves in a lot of ways and uh, this is just another way to limit limit thinking limit doing limit involvement even in math classes for us back in the day where calculators right mm-hmm there was it was a big thing like no don't let the kids use the calculator yeah and i didn't mind that 
I got to do everything using my brain. Yeah. I got to figure it out, especially in math where you, there are several different avenues to get to the same answer and then discovering which one you're quicker with. Yeah. And, and you know, who cares about calculators anymore? I mean, we still use them, but, you well, know, like I just am afraid that GPS, calculators, spelling, all of those things that all of these, you know, that, that technology has advanced in such a way that we just rely on it so quickly, so readily that I feel like the human brain could literally shrivel up into the size of a kiwi. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, cause, yeah. uh, cause we can revert. Well, I have to say we're kind of in the process of this now. It feels like if I were to say by generations, it feels like maybe our generation of one right behind us. We were the last ones who were really taught critical thinking. It feels like sometimes mm-hmm. all of these are wonderful tools the discoveries that have been made in science, astronomy, math, physics, none of that could be done without computers. But that's because all of those scientists learned so much up to a point that they knew what to tell the computer to look for. Right. And I just don't know that young people, uh, well, this is a whole different topic, but even just by what's happening in Florida with them limiting what young people can learn in classrooms, that we are going backwards. Ugh in terms of critical thinking, in terms of being able to be challenged. I will say this. Challenged. Yeah. What a beautiful word. Exactly. I will say to all my liberal and progressive brothers and sisters who have been on college campuses this last 20 years, what have you guys been doing? How do children become so delicate that they can't even hear an opposing opinion? Part of technology feeds into the myopic ego view. Right. And I don't don't know. I I think humans will figure it out if the brains don't shrivel up into the size of a kiwi. I fear for the human race. Like, you know, I was looking at all of the names of all of the AI companies, Uh the smaller ones, which may be crushed by the bigger ones eventually anyway. Right. But I was looking at OpenAI, mm-hmm. Stability AI, Replica, Character.AI, and other ones. And I thought, ooh, stocks, opportunity to invest in stocks. And then I was like, mm, you know what, I'll pass to save human intelligence and functions. Like innate, instinctual, problem-solving functions Yeah, for the human race. I, I will sacrifice the, the stock money. <laughs> 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 I will sacrifice... Investing because my one investment will stop everything from happening. Well, from I think progressing. all of Wall Street is like, ah, Kira's not going to invest. It, Forget it, it. Close the doors. Damn it. Her hundred dollar investment. Man. Forget it. End of society. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't feel so bad about it after speaking with you, but I. Man, people burning witches at the stake back in the day and i'm like oh but we still have the same mentalities on so many levels that's the problem and with the power of ai like oh i'm just fearful of what can happen i mean i would hope that ai would at least become quote-unquote smarter 
than us and almost dispose of the humans before they could dispose of the planet. Well, actually, you are talking about something that Elon Musk has been warning about for a number of years. A lot of theorists uh, and futurists have been talking about something called the singularity. Have you heard about that? No. The singularity is the point at which artificial intelligence surpasses humans and is no longer in control of humans. Is no longer in control of humans? Oh, in the control. Under the control Under of humans. Under the control exactly. of humans. Exactly. It will... Well, Elon Musk, that was, that's been said way, well before Elon Musk. Yeah, he was making a big stink about it. Yeah, but F him. G- yeah. Give him the credit, Cat. I'm disgusted. I know. Elon Musk does I suck. Ugh. But on a positive note... According Mm -hmm. to a professor named Gary Marcus at NYU, he said it'll be about 75 years before AI reaches its real maximum potential. And AI, I'm going to say, is going to know the good guys from the bad guys, like Santa Claus. AI is going to be the new Santa Claus, and he's going to get rid of the naughty people. Watch out, naughty people. And keep the good people around. You are quite the avenging angel. Mm -hmm. Yeah, We're going to potentially write it folks so go check out our ai movie on ai looking out for the good and annihilating the bad such a long website name but i like it because <laughs> we're gonna be around <laughs> exactly our little children that we don't have will be around that's right <laughs> we do it for our the des- little invisible children our descendants that's right anything else to say it's gonna be okay it's going to be okay. It is. Is it? <laughs> you and I are going to be fine. Is and it? we will be cool with everyone around us. Okay. Everyone find your moral center because AI is a coming. Hold on to what you were born with, please. Yes. Just navigate through the world, relying, being able to rely on your own senses. Your five senses, six if you believe in that. And then play with ai but uh figure out what you were born with first please yes please build the brain before you start getting help please i am kira you are cat he is he is (laughs) otto otto thanks otto and we are rapatata See what I'm talking about? <laughs> Sorry. We are Rapatata. Kira and Kat will be back next week. See? <laughs> come on, Kat. Be come on, be the come on, be an AI person. Okay. Oh, I'll be a modern AI person. Oh, you Kira know- and Kat will be back next week. You look good, by the way. Uh-huh. That's modern AI. No. Always supporting. Till it doesn't. that's that's the glitch right you'll be able to tell because it'll be like this and then all of a sudden it'll be like yeah a little and then you can't you'll be like oh that's ai did you hear that change yeah in the voice yeah sounded so natural and then we messed up yeah (laughs) (laughs) what (laughs) what i i I don't did we end (laughs) I don't know, but what were you going to say? Uh, nothing. <laughs> there's nothing in there. It I sounded can, like there was something in there. It looked like there's something in there. I can take it. I can take it. No, there's nothing in there. I do love you. I love you. Thanks. Mm-hmm. We're up a ta-ta.